The Agora podcast is covered by a BIPCOT no-gov license. Use and reuse is free and encouraged by anyone except governments or their agents. Find out more at BIPCOT.org. If there's girls still growing up in this world to believe they can't sing rock and roll, I don't want to live in this world anymore. Well, I like to do, I like to make this, I like to do as little as possible. I just pull this thing up and all the settings are saved. So it works out really well for me. All right. And we're back. Um, welcome back to the Agora podcast, your home for agorism, localism, anti-authoritarian concepts and radical decentralization. It's uh, Penguin here with Second Agora. And we have another exciting episode in our um, series. I think third in our series of uh, women in anarchism. Um, I'm, I feel very caffeinated up. Um, Looks like I'm stuck in the house right now. Rain's coming down, but it's a beautiful day, beautiful weekend. Uh, Sec, how's, how's yours going? Busy, I presume. Yeah, man, today was supposed to be a rain day, and it turned into just a giant shit show of stuff to do. So uh, I yeah, just got just done. Come down here. It, see here, uh, we got it kind of overnight in the morning. And... Uh, so I woke up this morning and I'm like, man, I'm fucking tired. I was like not in a good mood. I had a long week. I had a big camp out last weekend and a huge road trip. And then I did a full week and fucking I was really tired. And I woke up this morning just like not about it. And I'm like, oh, it's supposed to be a rain day. I'm going to do a whole lot of nothing. And then I was supposed to have my buddy over for steaks because it was his birthday yesterday or whatever. And then um, I'm like, oh, yeah, shit, I got to go get parts. So I went to go get, and I was going to drop my, uh, my trailer's having a wiring issue. So I was going to drop it off with my buddy who's a mechanic, try to figure out what it is. I'm like, oh, well, I got to do those two things. So then I'll turn off that AC in a minute if you can hear it. And um, so I'm like, ah, shit, I got to do two things. Well, that's not too bad. I cannot. I I cannot. Okay. Well, good. Then I can stay cool. So then, um. I go to fucking get the parts I ordered four days ago that were supposed to be in like two days ago and they're still not there. Oh, they'll be probably Monday and I need those parts to be able to work Monday. So I had to drive an hour away to go get the parts I needed and then drop off some, a wiring harness at my buddies and then come home and change parts. And then my buddy, uh, came over. It was his birthday yesterday. So he came over for a, steak and a, a glass of scotch and fucking here i am so like i was just like not i was looking forward to a day of doing nothing and i definitely did like all of the things and i was not about Good it day. yeah yeah i need a, i was saying today like i need a day off but like not to go do fun things like i need a what do you call that like a stay home and do fucking nothing all day or pl- just play with the kids. Yeah. Well, you know, I had um I had our Edo Fitter t- um on Friday, so I'm Ramadan's over. I, I spent all that day kind of doing stuff related to that fun stuff, eating a lot of Indian drinking all day. But um, I need two days just to recover, yeah. do yeah. do admin work, catch up on some physical fitness, uh, watch a podcasting stuff. So it's like a full weekend of stuff, but it's like stuff I want to do. But this weekend's gonna fly by. Yeah, we're going out with a uh, family tomorrow. I'd probably do a little, go for a drive in the country, do a little gorilla gardening maybe, and then, um, yeah, maybe a hike or something. But 
Um, I'm also caffeinated up, sort of. I'm drinking, right now I'm drinking water kefir, green tea, a couple different kinds of mushrooms, and something else. It's this like energy drink shit that my lady makes me. And it's pretty delicious. And it, it's, it doesn't have too much caffeine in it, but it definitely fucking gives you a little kick in the ass. Oh, well, I had 30 happy days. Birthday go, go to ahead. Anybody. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, uh, I've had 30 days without going to a cafe or really having any kind of cool, cool coffee. Oh, yeah. Ramadan. Right. And so I got to go check out my cafes. There's all new baristas there. I've heard um, from a local friend and uh, yeah, it's, it's it's nice to be back in my little routine, but I've got to do like I said, I've got a lot of um, a lot of admin work to do. I've really not going to catch up on calling or texting or calling vendors until Monday, but oh, it's just it's just a lot, lot to catch up on. Uh, my brain cannot work when when fasting. I could I recorded some podcasts, but you 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 know my output and stuff is just so low because the the body can function, the brain just cannot. Yeah, I couldn't do what you're doing, especially not drinking. That's got to be rough. Shuts off the brain for some reason. It really does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's all lizard brain. Um, so we are recording this on Earth Day. You're probably not hearing this on Earth Day, but happy late Earth Day. Um, Earth Day to me is kind of whack because it should be Earth Day every day to me. But uh, what the fuck do I know? And sorry, we didn't release any content last weekend or record any content last weekend, I was away at, what did he call it? Hmm. I don't know. The I went to Rayo from the Free Republic of Pasnia from the Vano podcast. I went to his place and camped out for the weekend, which was a lot of fun. Kids loved it. Um, we slept in a tent during a tornado watch, which was interesting, and the girls were kind of hysterical, but... Overall, it was um, a fun time, but that's why we didn't record any podcasts. Um, but I drove eight hours one way and then eight hours back, and then it worked a full week, and I was I've been fucking exhausted all week. So I'm paying for it now, but that's why no podcast last week. Yeah, I bet. Yeah. Uh, Jackie, uh, how's things going with you? Oh, yeah. Introduce the guest. Yes. Oh, our guest is, yeah, Jackie, which you probably know, so I really don't have to do too much information, but Jackie from Road to Autonomy Magazine and, and other things, but especially Road to Autonomy Magazine, good friend of the show, of course. How are you? Hey, guys. It's so funny. I was listening in the background kind of chucking, chuck, chuckling because uh, you're fasting and you're working and here I am smoking weed and drinking whiskey joining you today. So I am like Debbie Downer to the rescue. Hey, I <laughs> had a little glass of scotch earlier. I, mean, <laughs> I don't I have really my drink had either. My, so uh, scotch, one I've had glass my of scotch choice. will do it. Yeah, I started my day with two energy drink, two monster, two monster lemonades, which uh, my drug of choice. Uh, yeah. And my drug of choice is actually, like I said, my drug of choice is actually little frilly uh, coffee beverages at the cafe. And I got to do that finally. So um, support your local cafes. We change. don't have, I was, uh, I was chuckling when you were saying that. Cause I'm like, I live in the country. We don't have a cafe with a barista. We don't even have a coffee shop around here. <laughs> I've, There's, yeah, I've gas found stations. one before, but they're not, they're few and few and far between. I have yeah. wandered into a small town and found a cafe, but it was, I got a panini and I go, oh, that's, that's a progress. I have, I have seen little diners and stuff 
that have decent coffee in like small towns. You know, it's not really like a coffee shop per se, but it's like a little diner with some decent coffee. Um, that we don't have that either here, though. It's just like there is like a donut shop, and I've never been to it because I don't eat donuts. But they might have decent coffee there. I don't know. I make my own coffee, so I don't know. Mm, donuts. Mm, donuts. Um. So Jack, yeah, uh, yeah. Jackie's here. Hi, Jackie. Hey How's it guys. going? Super good. How are you guys? Um, have you listened to any? I'm doing all right. I'm kind of jazzed up and my brain's fried. But um, <sighs> have you listened to any of our women and anarchism stuff? I have not had a chance to listen to anything as of late. So I'm sorry. Okay. It's no big deal. So uh, the what we're doing is um, for your benefit and the audience who may have not heard it also is we're interviewing women who are also anarchist and kind of getting their story and uh, the perspective of uh, a woman uh, being a woman anarchist and that kind of stuff. So why don't you introduce yourself and give a little like origin story? <laughs> Take another hit off the joint and then <laughs> it was like, I was like, whoa, on the spot. Okay. Well, hey guys, I'm no stranger. So I don't know why the nerves all of a sudden because because no, these people know who you are. We know who we are. Okay. So my name is Jackie Kerouac. I run Road to Autonomy magazine. You can find said magazine on rtamagazine.com. And we are three plus years in production um, where we have really amazing authors from all over the United States and the world and um, really fantastic content regarding how to become, how to maintain, how to start out uh, being autonomous. It seems like such a, um, we take it for granted, but we really shouldn't. And thanks to COVID, that was kind of like a hard, fast reminder as to how little autonomy we have. And so the magazine has been around for, like I said, about three, more than three years now, like three years and a quarter. And um, we were just trying to help the entire earth for, you know, i.e. Earth Day today, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, to become autonomous. Um, the more your community rises, the more my community rises, the more we all rise and become non-governable by the government. Like, don't tell us what to do and don't try and force our hand with incentives or money or whatever, because we're going to do it ourselves, our own way, in our own way. So that's who I am. <clears throat> and um, I'm happy to be here. Like, that's really exciting. Women in anarchism. That's, uh, there's a lot of us. I was just actually rapping with your girl resonance earlier this morning about how there's a decent amount of anarchists with vaginas right now. And um, that's exciting because uh, obviously women are the most superior um, gender between the two, like behind every strong man, there's a right, a strong woman. So this is exciting, right? So um, 
I'm just kidding. Um, uh, no, I mean, it's it's nice. It's an honor. I can to hear be- Resonance laughing downstairs. She's probably listening <laughs> to the live stream. <laughs> She knows what's up. She she knows. She's like, yo, this this homie wouldn't have a have a fucking gardening business if it wasn't for me really running shit. Like, I hear you, girl. Uh, roar loud. So yeah, it's it's uh, it's exciting to be here to represent uh, ovaries in the house. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> so yeah, my. Um, I guess my origin story is um, I'm a lifelong anarchist. Uh, For those that don't know, um, I was never indoctrinated by the state. Um, And actually, when I ran to the state as a kid several times, I... um, I was that one kid that falls through like every crack ever. And you're like, how does this even happen? Like... I was that kid. <laughs> so so the state uh, repeatedly failed me. People that were put in charge to protect children failed. And I really got to see behind the veil, you know, just like, just like that, that kind of trauma. And um, from a very early age, I knew that the state was not my friend. The state wanted something and everything had a price. And often I couldn't afford that price. So I dropped out of school um, my like third day into my 10th grade year. I uh, became homeless. I moved out of my parents' house at the age of 15 and um, just kind of failed a lot. <laughs> like I completely, uh, completely failed, but also succeeded in other ways. I failed at being a statist. I didn't do anything that society says that I should do. Um, And even today, my path does not resemble someone that the state wants you to believe it should. So being a high school dropout, I got my GED. That's true. Um, I did end up going to college for a couple of years, but I dropped out of college my also second year. Um... And um, I just kind of have been making my own way and um, have been really kind of um, encouraging people to break the law, I guess is the short version. (laughs) And so the magazine is kind of like the way to not break the law, but also do things your own way. So we're not encouraging anyone to actually break the law in the pages of the magazine, but we are encouraging you to take back your power by growing your own food, sourcing your own um, proteins, um, getting out in nature and and learning how to um, coexist with nature. Um, Shout out to Mother Nature on Earth Day. Um, But like really like empower our readers with um, maybe out-of-the-box thinking. Um, And we realize that autonomy is several dimensions, right? Like it's it's not a two-dimensional idea. I mean, people come to autonomy through lots of different reasons, um, lots of different paths. And so we want to honor all of those paths. 
with ideas and tips and tricks and advice and what not to do uh, for all angles, whether it be homeschooling, food sourcing, um, whether it be travel and or um, working in the gray area or being a business owner to get that side hustle going to alleviate you from uh, the man, so to speak. So um, that is who I am. <laughs> okay, so you and I have talked about this before, and we have like weirdly similar upbringings. Um, and I don't know, past. You're my brother. Yeah, you're yeah. my brother. Yeah. Um, we decided the, Seth and I are related. We're we're kin. Something like that. <laughs> um, shit now i forgot what, oh so but what do you think would be like a you you as a woman your unique perspective and do you think that it you being a woman has any effect on your attraction to anarchism or your perception of it or anything like that i feel like being a woman for, for me personally, I can't speak for any other woman. Like, even though we all have vaginas, I definitely not cannot be the voice for all vaginas. But <laughs> speaking for myself, um, I would say being a woman is kind of like being a ninja. <laughs> I'll explain. When you see chicks, like the common person, right? Like the common statist will say, writes us off. Dumb girl um, or, you know, whatever. Use, use whatever adjective you want to use. But like writes us off. Like don't pay attention to her. Like she's just a girl. They never see us coming, right? Because we're just girls. Just girls okay with the emphasis on just as if we don't actually run this shit but okay we're just girls i'll play along i love that we're able to kind of do so much but everyone else has already put us in the background and so we can keep working without having to necessarily worry about ill attention by the state because as forementioned we're just girls so i love that um i think i resented it for a long time growing up as a young woman um, as a teenager as a as a girl i think i really resented it you know like we're doing this like amazing shit like women all over. Resonance and I were talking about this earlier. There are women that are doing amazing things that are far more advanced than a lot of men and what they're doing. And I'm not saying that women are really truly um, better, like kind of necessarily. I, <laughs> I'm but a little no, biased. her friend circles are doing like all kinds of dope shit. Like, yeah. yeah. 
Like and that's what key. I'm talking about. Like these women are like massive movers and shakers. But do you hear about them always? No, not necessarily. I mean, of course, we hear about them because they're in our circles. But the common fucking guy? No idea. Because again, we're just girls. So here we are doing amazing shit, you know, pretty much being able to do way the fuck more than a man would be able to do because we don't draw as much attention to ourselves, right? So like speaking from experience, I have gotten away with things in my younger days that I'm, I don't know if just anyone could, could do. I, I really don't. And I've narrowly escaped a few times, but again, I'm just a girl. Wow. This is really um, a sociological facet, a facet of the sociological thing that we, we look at stuff like uh, James Scott seeing like a state and kind of all the various concepts that he lays out and others, um, you know, about legibility and transparency, but just the idea of femininity, I guess, and how it's kind of a shroud of, of itself from uh, authority because women kind of have different I'm struggling kind of think of how to, how to word this concept, but <laughs> women operate on a plane, you know, that's kind of somewhat obscured from the outside sometimes. And this is not to like, say, to advocate any sort of particular cultural or gender roles or anything like that, but like traditionally and non-traditionally women do kind of, uh, uh, are like liminal in between in between worlds that the state does have maybe some either difficult difficulty reading or like is just a little, uh, somewhat maybe not impenetrable or opaque but like they don't always have the tools or ability to kind of uh kind of read and understand what's going on because so much of the focus is on men and what men are doing and stuff outside of the domestic sphere and everything so that's a really interesting concept i think i wonder if someone's i wonder if someone out there has a, a james scott like fellow or gal has kind of um expounded on that i don't even I can, know i don't know <laughs> i can give you an example in my own household <laughs> uh and you know not uh, so I'm not saying this as a universal at all. This is just happens to be how our interpersonal dynamic works. I am much more of um, a dominant personality. And um, currently speaking, I am the sole breadwinner. So um, I make a lot of the decisions and I make the most of the money. But she's the one that keeps shit fucking running smooth. You know what I'm saying? And so in a situation where there was a confrontation with the state, I'm the one that's going to go out shooting while she's got all this stuff ready to go to get the kids out. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I'm the loud, aggressive one that, that's going to draw the attention of the state versus her very quietly sneaking the kids to safety. Or um, currently my business is on the books and I have a fucking podcast where I shout my ideas to the world. And so I'm the one that's going to get attention from the state. Meanwhile, she makes way more shit than I do. You know what I'm saying? Like, I okay, I make you know money and I help get the raw materials like in and out of the ground, right? But she's the one fucking with a chemistry set in our kitchen. You know what I'm saying? Making all the shit and endless side hustles and projects and whatever else. 
So that's a very clear example, I think, of what you're talking about. Yes. She's a fucking sleeper. You know what I mean? Yeah, like uh, exactly. she does in some sense does way more than you and I do. Yep. That's a very I think it's a very common concept, too. I think that's a pattern that I think has I think that needs to be expounded on if it hasn't been. Fucking city dwellers. <laughs> oh, yeah. Fire truck going by. I know. And right, right, right when I wanted to say something. <laughs> no, so I think there's some truth to what you say. And uh, I think that's um, I think that's true for a lot of the women that are in your and residence kind of friend circles. Um, she's always telling me, like, hey, this person, this lady I know makes this. This girl I know makes this this person's doing this with their kids or whatever the thing. And like, I'm like, damn, like just doers, movers and fucking uh, makers. You know what I mean? Yep. Yeah. And I think to your point, there's a lot of women that are both really solid, independent movers and shakers on their own. And there are other women that have become very big movers and shakers because they've been inspired by a partner. And I'm I'm not saying one is better than the other by any stretch. I think it's amazing. And I think whatever inspires a female to just get the fuck out there and start doing things, man, that gets my legs shaking, you know? Like you hear like in the dating world, I went on a date the other night and it was just it was a fucking train wreck. Um but you hear in the in the dating world that uh, everyone's so damaged, right? Like either you've met them all, or you've uh, heard of people meeting them all. But like everybody seems like they've got issues, you know, like sex issue or sex um, uh, idea that he brought up on the last time I was on the show. That it's like generational trauma that makes people so horrible to try and date you did the pun what's you the meant, pun you meant sec apostrophe s issue but it sounds like sex issue and oh, it's okay. hilarious every time and i'm a child Sorry, <laughs> that'll it'll never beat sex lady that's sex the best lady. one yes yeah yeah Excellent. Oh my God. <laughs> um, anyway, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. We're all fucked from intergenerational uh, trauma. I believe that to be true. I think this all kind of stem, yeah. like, uh, stems from World War One. actually. Um, I think that's why our society is continuously fucked generation to generation. Because you had all these people coming home from the war. A war like the world had never seen before, before World War One, It was hell on fucking Earth. So you had all these broken men coming home and then creating broken families and broken children who then that was uh, then created our grandparents. And they were very uh, cold and disciplinarian and abusive. And then that created our fucking parents. And, you know, I think uh, it's been on and on like that since World War One, maybe even earlier than that, really. And then, um, basically, uh, we have to break the cycle, that cycle of uh, abuse and trauma, you know, but um, that's been my theory going for a while now. Yeah, I mean, that tracks. Um, that date was so fucking gnarly. Like, I, I wanted to choke myself with my own ponytail. Like, that's how you know, like, fuck. 
this is this is not this is not the path I'd like to keep walking. <laughs> so, um, but uh, whatever inspires the females to get out there and to learn the things and ask questions. There are so many women that I know one that are movers and shakers like they are fucking doing it man and they are like creating culture they're creating revenue they're creating um, interest they're attractive as hell they're um, well written uh, well spoken they carry themselves well uh, you'd never be able to tell that that bitch run some shit and i think that is so fucking cool that like makes me just really happy and there's a lot of women that are afraid you know afraid to ask questions afraid to get out there afraid to you know not like it you know or or be in a position that makes you uncomfortable and girl there is so much shit that females in general put themselves in that's an uncomfortable situation. You might as well be doing something productive this time. Like, get out there. Like, ask questions. No one's going to judge you ill for asking questions. If anything, they're going to sit back and like, God damn, this girl is amazing because she wants to learn whatever change a tire, make a fire, build uh, a water filtration device, um, garden, um, create a community to homeschool. Uh, like there are so many different categories that women have at their fingertips and they can be so powerful. Um, I just feel like I didn't understand this before, but truly use that gray man approach to your advantage. Um, if people only see pretty blue eyes and really amazing hair, <laughs> then let them, you know, let them see what they want to see and you just keep on doing the things and um that right there is like that's what i'm all about that's my whole life yeah you mentioned that gray man thing um which is basically what we've been talking about uh i think yeah you ask anybody kind of in this you know the underworld or the counter economy as as we like to call it or like any cop honestly and they'll they'll tell you that that is kind of how that works um yep to the extent that you could like you know try to you got to be where you know people realize that's how the thing works but that's how the game works in general um i think mm -hmm. women are automatically kind of kind of gray people don't people yep. don't expect the women you know people don't necessarily go and search um search the women or suspect the women or follow them around or they might have trouble because for you know whatever cultural reasons or they might just feel embarrassed and you know like I said, you know, women being in the domestic sphere, not just, not just, you know, like Seth pointed out, not just in a uh, intentionally traditionalist setting, but just because that's, this is how people playing to their strengths and advantages and interests, which there's nothing wrong with, with like, like we always say, um, there's nothing wrong with going along with gender roles because that's how things shake out. Um, 
but I think that is an advantage of womanhood and and femininity femininity to, to extent. There's a shroud of uh, there's a real shroud of mystery there, and I think you know there's nothing to be ashamed of about that, and women should take advantage of that when they can. I agree. It was so hard understanding that growing up because I think for me personally, again, I, I can't speak for anyone else, but for me personally, growing up in my early twenties late teens i really wanted like hear me roar you know like i'm like coming up in this world and i have survived some shit, and i am here and i want to make a splash and i want to be like noticed for like damn she's going for it and it just wasn't happening and and so i'm like I, I really resented it before. And so I think when we're young, we want kind of that, I don't know, we want that like, um, it's not power, it's like recognition or um, acknowledgement maybe, validation. Prestige. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. I'm not sure what it was, but growing up, you would like want it, you know, like people to notice me. But then the older you get, you're like, that's the last thing I fucking want. <laughs> I don't want people to notice me at all because I can do so much more when I'm not noticed. Bingo. Yeah. Yep. yep. And so I didn't understand that. And I don't know, maybe, maybe other women understand that where, whereas I didn't, maybe other women like took it to their advantage right away. I'm not totally sure, but I definitely did not. It took me a long time. And actually my, uh, a friend of mine had said, you know, like really, you know, this, this is an advantage. And I just, I couldn't understand it. But the older I get, I'm like, oh, yeah. I think is. part of it is um, I, I'm going to speak in like broad general terms here, but oftentimes women are more mature and wise than men. So like <laughs> when I was that age, you know, I was young and aggressive and a fighter and I'll crush anybody that gets in my way. And I was going to die fighting in the glorious fucking revolution or whatever the thing. And um. You know, I get older and wiser. I'm like, oh, that's fucking dumb. Shut up. Just go get some shit done on super quiet. You know, fucking chill the fuck out. You know what I mean? And do your yeah. thing and you'll be much better off. And it, it's probably just women figured that out way before I did. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was just young and dumb and, you, you know, you know what? You know what I mean? So um, I think I chilled the fuck out and got older and wiser. And I think women, that just happens to women fucking earlier. You know what I mean? I don't know. It might, it sure as hell didn't for me, but it might for other women. <laughs> it just, I was a late bloomer. <laughs> do you, uh, do you have any thoughts on like feminism? Oh, uh, like you got to define the term like modern fe feminism or I like don't traditional? Care what kind of feminism, feminism. <laughs> whatever, whatever you want, you have thoughts on. I don't dig the mainstream idea, traditional or new idea of feminism. I don't dig it. It is not my jam. And I think 
the reason it's not my jam is because um, it's so like one-sided. It's not realistic. It's got a whole lot of like the world owes me a living attached to it. And I just, I don't, I don't dig on being like, I joke about being superior, right? Like it's a totally a joke. Uh, most of the time, sometimes it's not a joke and I'll, I'll be honest about that. I'm working. Cause on we that. all know I'm actually the superior gender. <laughs> oh, <shit. laughs> no, not, not men, just me. Gingers can't be, that's a known fact. So, <laughs> Ginger <laughs> supremacy. <laughs> it's like you can't like you're already like you're already disqualified we are the master race <laughs> shit oh you are the scary people <laughs> anyway uh, i think uh I, well now i just lost track of what i was saying because i'm i mean my ancestors now. were going in a battle on mushrooms just for the record but so. <laughs> <laughs> like you look like your ancestors <laughs> I kind of do. I sh I just showed. Oh, just for the record, I just showed Penguin. Uh, I'll send it to you too, Jackie. The girls French braided my hair, and I look like somebody out of the fucking show, The Viking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm ready to go. Like, put an elk fucking horned helmet on and take some mushrooms and go berserker. You know what I mean? Like that's how I look. Pretty awesome, actually. But it hurt my head, and I was like, "Fuck this! Get this out of my hair." <laughs> That's funny. Anyway, oh, sorry, I interrupted you. Um, fuck. I don't know. You, what like, you don't like feminism, yeah? Well, yeah. anyways, uh, you were talking about feminism, and uh, oh yeah, yeah there you go. Just to uh, yeah, just to segue on, um, segue, not segue, but continue topic. Yeah, I, I think I, I get exactly what you were saying, and I just think that the uh, this this whole modern notion of girl boss feminism, which is really, um really much derided by like the smarter people out the smarter people and the smarter commentators out in the world. It's, it's really a joke. And, but it's, um, it's the big mainstream kind of mid level IQ take on, well, but it's a very infantile way of viewing gender and, and female empowerment, and all that stuff. Like, Shocking. uh, it's when very, you don't agree very, that we need uh, more yes, queen slay girl boss drone operators. <laughs> the, I mean, we're we're just we're so far into like the main the 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 culture, the, the societies and cultures mainstream view of 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 women womanhood and femininity being such an absolute joke that's trashed by anybody with any level of like uh, intelligence or ability to analyze the world around them that uh, pretty much anybody with half half a brain that can actually uh, record a decent podcast or write a, write a cool, you know, a short think piece or even an interesting thread on Twitter can just absolutely trash that. And yet, you know, it's, this is the, uh, this is what passes for, uh, you, you know, quote unquote progressivism in, in, the, in our society. But we are, pro we are progressing more in, in a sense by, um, I don't like to really say we're progressing. I don't like how idea of like, 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 you know, uh, idealistic like teleology but we are we are doing so much more by looking at these concepts not through that kind of lens or any x wave feminism but by 
simply just having this kind of open discussion about what it means realistically um, to be a woman and what what femininity actually entails. Um, and it's and it, and it really is not ought discussion. What the fuck does it mean to be a woman? I don't know. <laughs> I've never asked that other, question other before. There's a lot of other controversy about that, but just in the the, the role, the, the role of the woman, um, ignoring ignoring some of the m- more rancorous, you know, uh, ideological debates about that. I, I think that I think that it's great that we're doing this series to kind of expound on what it means, at least in our milieu. And I, and I think it's entirely, I think what we're talking about is entirely universal, entirely not just related to our milieu that like we are we're discussing what it really means to be a, a woman in our daily life and in um in living in this environment where we're dealing with the this kind of uh universal state this universal concept of the state that that kind of exists in every corner of the globe more or less with some partial exceptions you know pretty much and women exist in pretty much every part of the uh, uh, part of the globe, except most of Antarctica. Um, I think it's really interesting to kind of, I don't think we're breaking new ground, but we're having, the, we're having a real frank discussion without mm-hmm. all, without any kind of baggage on, you know, political controversy. And I, I think that's, if nobody has kind of written a James Scott-esque um, piece about, you know, the, the shroud or, of mystery, of of the feminine and and the um i don't even want to say domestic role because that just takes that just includes so much baggage from like various waves of feminism i think um and i'm sure this has been done but i think we're really kind of pointing out something that's incredibly useful to uh our listeners and our potential listeners hey y'all it's resonance um yeah from the let's make some shit podcast uh, here telling you guys about some of the new stuff I've got at Appalachian Apothecary. Right now I have a remineralizing tooth powder that's made with calcium carbonate and bentonite clay. Um, I have a four ounce jar that I'm selling for 10 bucks a piece. And then uh, also I've done a couple of body butters. Um, they're whipped tallow body butters. One's infused with arnica, and the other one is a very potent pain reliever. And if you'd like more info on that, you can find me at radical underscore resonance on Telegram or at Mother of Chaos X A O S on Twitter. Um, I'd be happy to make tinctures for you regarding like any medical condition that you have. So please reach out to me, and let's see if we can get you some herbal remedies. Yeah, uh, sure. Let me me take the other side of this for a second. Because, so, uh, let's see. So, I think there's some value in feminism. Um, I don't dig a lot of the, you know, we need more girl boss CIA operators and stuff. But um, that's not my jam, you know, but... To, but to me, as like an individualist, feminism is like re, uh, re, redundant in the sense that like I support the liberation of all individuals, you know, full stop, no matter who they are, to the, live to their fullest potential, etc. 
And in some sense, like what you were talking about earlier, Jackie, where like society at large kind of just like writes you off because they think you are like a dumb girl or whatever that in some sense is like a feminist critique. Right. Because that's like the uh, being um, I don't want to say oppressed, but being um, uh, having a, a certain perspective, like sort of forced upon you by like the dominant culture. Right. So, like, in some sense, like, that, that is really, like, a, like a feminist critique of society as a whole. And, like, you're, you as a, a strong, independent, individualist woman just sought to sort of use that to your advantage or overcome that in some way. And um, so, I, to me, like, I, I can appreciate feminism, but uh, in the, like, on the grand scheme of things, it's like, uh, for me, it's redundant because I don't care, you know, who... You are. I don't want anyone oppressed by state culture, anything of the sort, money, any of that. So um, I support the full liberation of every single fucking human on the planet. So what what are your thoughts uh, on that? Does that make sense to you? Yeah, I would agree with that uh, by and large, uh, except I am pretty biased. Um, But... (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I think I am. I, I, my audience for the magazine is everyone, boys, girls, men, women, mm-hmm. whatever, whoever, I don't care. <clears throat> but like, when I talk about inspiring other women, I'm talking about growing girls or women that are finding their autonomy. I want to not only want equal everything for everybody. Yes, I want the same thing. I want everybody to be free. I want everyone to have the same level of freedom. I don't want anyone to be oppressed. But the fact of the matter is how I personally perceived how I was treated and how I see other things happening of, you know, sex example as well. Um, it, it happens, you know, and I think instead of fighting it, we use it to our advantage. And so, yes, I, I want the same things that you do, sec. However... I also want to speak to the female audience and encourage them to keep going if they're already on the path and to find the path if they're not. And I assure you, just a girl is not a weakness as far as I have been able to tell. And it's not an excuse. Yeah, I have two comments on that. Um, first of all, like this this whole idea that like people view uh, women and girls as being you know just a girl, um, and particularly you know authority figures or people higher in a higher hierarchy or whatnot, or you know people involved in the state, but just I guess authority figures in general. That's a common narrative I think that's always existed as long as like narratives have ex- has existed. That's a that's a normal common thing, and just because maybe. It's just something that's maybe falling by the wayside because other narratives have taken place. But that's what we're talking about. We're, we're just rediscovering an extremely common, one of the core narratives, I think, of like storytelling in general. And, um, you know, like you, I, I really am inspired by what you just said, whereas like let's not try to 
fight this or make make this political have a political fight over this let's 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 talk about how you can not only accept it but use it to your advantage because it's again a common narrative throughout history and I, I also think that you know just to push back on the on the, on the feminism thing a little bit i think that, you know the, the the idea that women in traditionally in in all realms of society uh pre-industrially i think you're that is not the lowest point of like a woman's power in the world i think you know we saw gender roles most hardened in kind of the industrial age and Victorian age and whatnot, um, maybe in response to some things or another. But, you know, women have strong roles in, in, in I think, normal pre-industrial society. It's just in another realm. And um, there's nothing comparable to, you know, modern day. But I think that it's, it's, it's just in another realm that's kind of closed off from, from that of men. And that's okay because that that leads to some you know very distinct disadvantage disadvantages but distinct advantages as well my lady got uh out of like two tickets getting pulled over by cops by just playing into like oh i'm sorry i didn't know just dumb girl you know i'm like yeah just play that card every single time and they'll just yeah can off we, can do it every time comedians would joke about that that's what how what, what white people go through but i guess um I don't know. I guess women are the white people of gender. <laughs> but they can definitely play that card like, oh, I'm so, oh, duh, I'm sorry. I didn't know, you know, just like, oh, and start crying a little, you know, so I'd like oh, to yeah. just play into that. You know, oh, who yeah. hundred percent. I've done that in the past when I was younger. I've absolutely done that. Now I'm just like. I'm reluctantly compliant just enough through like my grinding teeth that I can, <laughs> I can leave. <laughs> it's yeah, hard to I mean, flirt what I... when your when your jaws clenched. <laughs> right, right, right. No, I didn't, I never told her to flirt, but I told her to just be like, Oh, just play dumb. Just every single time you're ever deal with the cops, just like play dumb. You know, it's true. Know. It's true. Girls get away with so much, you know, like we're just like so innocent, you know, like, oh, she's a mom. She's, you know, like, I fucking love that shit. Are you shitting me? Like, man, some of the biggest fucking movers and shakers are parents, like female moms. And I just, they inspire the shit out of me. So many women do. And so that's why being on this series is really rad because I get to stand tall with some really freaking outstanding women. And that's a big honor. So that's rad. Yeah, we've had some uh, heavy hitters so far. And we got some it. more coming. There's quite a few. Um, just fucking... It. Dynamite. I mean, it, so far we had uh, Resonance and our friend, uh, shit. Oh, Ray. Um, <laughs> yeah, I keep trying to, I keep forgetting, I keep wanting to call her by her real name. I don't so want to <laughs> have to edit. I don't want to have to do I know, No, no editing. Time. You almost had to. I was Every... almost like, shit. shit. Yeah. That's anyway, awesome. so that's all, that near that's third, cool. and we've got some other bangers coming. So that's outstanding. Well, I think that's outstanding. I am super just jazzed to be on the show. It's always good to talk to y'all and uh, to hang out with you guys. It's it's a good time. For real. Penguin, did, we, did I just interrupt you? Were you saying something? 
No, I was going to make a joke about how, how I hate audio editing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Don't make me fi have to find. <laughs> I actually have a little timestamp here, but don't make, don't make me have to find that um, <laughs> when, you say, when you say her name. <laughs> I know. I've done that many <laughs> times. I don't know why that happens, but. Just put like a just put like a honk in there and just honk over it. Just honk. <laughs> so something I've asked everybody that's been on this series so far is there's a common belief or a common narrative that there's very few uh women anarchists or libertarians and there's you know, there's also the joke that like there are no women anarchists, they're just all feds. And then, um, or honey pots <laughs> or whatever, you know. And then, uh, but that I hear that narrative a lot. And, but then I also know a shit ton of women anarchists. So it's like this something is not for me personally, doesn't make sense. Or maybe I just travel in different circles. I don't, I don't fucking know. But what do you? What are your thoughts? Why do you think there is that perception? Is it the fucking sleeper again? Is it the gray man thing? Or wh yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. Like that's like exactly my point. Like the narrative is there are none, or they're like a unicorn, or they're just a myth, or like whatever. Like that's like the narrative that they want you to believe. And that's when I was younger, I used to fucking hate that because I'm like. I'm not a goddamn unicorn. I'm right fucking here. You know, like I'm like as here as ever. And like, you know, like when you're invisible and you're like, hello, can anybody see me? That was my life. You know, like there are no women anarchists. Man, I've been an anarchist and like a mover and a shaker longer than most people have been anarchists their entire lives, right? Like I've been doing this since the 80s and so and i'm kind of young sort of kind of sort of that's you know debatable but whatever like <laughs> not as old as that makes it makes you sound i guess <laughs> yeah right <laughs> so um so um that's like the narrative like there are none or um you know, they're all taken or they're feds or whatever like i've been here since 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 the start of me well, I've this been goes in, back in to movement. this goes back to a, a lot of what uh residents actually brought up um during her appearance on this show that I, I can't say this say this without without i can't say this in a vacuum without kind of in my mind referring to that episode but like a lot of the times, if, if you're talking about social media or elsewhere, but we live in a very social media centric world, of course, um, for better, or for worse. But like a lot of the times when people make the joke about feds or something, it's a woman, a, a, a ostensibly female persona that is presenting herself in a way that is obviously, you know, made, meant for the male gaze or the, a male audience or like presenting herself as an anarchist preventing presenting herself as an anarchist in a, in a very male way that isn't necessarily reflective or, of how a female a woman organically would represent herself as an anarchist in in as far as like 
her interest and what brings her to that position. And I guess when you, you know, someone who's just like, when someone presents a persona that's basically built for the male gaze, as they say, in, I don't know, feminist literature, whatever, that um, it does seem suspicious. And I don't think that's generally organically how women come to this sort of philosophical position. And I think that, I mean, I think it's very true. I, I think that's what people are generally referring to, whether they know it or not. I mean, they have that much experience in commenting on that kind of thing. I think that's what they're referring to. I don't think, you know, I don't think women come to this position in the same way that the male brain does. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I did not uh, come to this decision the normal way, uh, but it was very normal for me. Um, so I, I don't know how women arrive here. I know how I arrived here, but I really don't know by and large how others arrived here. Um, but I'm going to guess it's because they flew under the radar and they were either let down by, uh, the state or they, were hurt by the state. I mean, just like men, you know, like a lot of men come to the same conclusion because they're also abused by the state. But women and women, I think, experience a different kind of like almost neglect almost when it comes to the state, like discarded, um, poo pooed um, because they're girls, because they're victims, you know, because they're whatever. And I think I think me, at least, um, I came to this conclusion because it it was the only thing that made sense. <laughs> like I had been let down all the time and often the reason I got was, well, you're a girl. <laughs> so, I don't know. I just, um, I, I don't know how other women got here, but like. Yeah, I don't want what I said to be taken the wrong way either. I just think that, you know. There are narratives that are, are much more of a male narrative that might just be very much into there's plenty of males that have been left let down by the state and have been had had events in their lives of traumas kind of pushed him towards sure. the but often the often it is you know very much an ideological bent toward a very ideologic ideology heavy kind of thing it's 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 political radicalism it's really being into i don't know you know uh, self-liberation or or um that's that's vague and actually plus women too but like you know guns or you, you know various foreign policy or something like that which i'm sure w women can absolutely uh be experts on and everything but i think generally the narrative the narrative that we've heard so far in the women of anarchism series is a very inspiring narrative of like real organic experiences um that show a, a very different facet of i think how women kind of get into ultimately kind of this the same headspace yeah i mean i don't think a woman's journey is really more different than a man's journey i think it's just more unexpected because we were not told it's coming um, we're often kind of not paid attention to until we've already done the things. And I think that's been my experience anyway, but 
I do a totally different thing than a lot of other women, or at least I, I used to. And so it, it was very unique to have a woman doing what I was doing. Um, and, um, I think it's still very unexpected when we hear today, you know, we can have a thousand women in our circle that are all doing magnificent things. And it's still kind of like, wow, that's pretty cool. Well, I put a lot of weight on history and historically there's not been like a shortage of women anarchists. No, there's not. And there's still not, you know, we're everywhere. We are fucking everywhere. We're just quiet. You know, and and if you want to look them at like, quiet. well, okay, that's that's true. That's, that's some true. of the most vocal anarchists also in the American tradition, in the American you know, anarchist history, have, have been women. Well, I'm sure that no, what you're saying is very, very much true as far as the narrative of you know the, the average rank and file woman anarchist. But you know, just pointing out that some of the most vocal um, women anarchists. And I have I have a fairly short list of of them. I'm certainly no expert. I'm sure we'll expound more on that as we go into the series but um yeah i mean it's 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 i put a lot a lot a lot of weight on history that's just my personality and i just think that you know that historically i think having having this attitude that like there's you know what we talked about before this sort of sort of basically misogynist attitude um which might just come from pretty much base level misogyny in many cases but also uh it's just not historically grounded at all I think um, I think it probably depends because there are times that I am not quiet also. There are times that I am, but I would say the times that I am not quiet, I get away with a lot more than a man would. Yeah, but, I, but, I mean, when are we talking about quiet? You have a magazine, so I think right? you're, you're vocal to an extent. Um, yeah, I think you're pretty vocal to, any, to a pretty large extent. Well, I mean, the magazine is like, I feel like the magazine is like a, a legit, like, thing, like mainstream approved thing, probably. I mean, I have no idea, but in my opinion, it probably is. Um, but like, when I was super not like quiet, I was super young younger right and um not really so much into the protests necessarily but like definitely you're gonna hear if i'm unhappy uh and um so i think women get away with a lot more like there's a couple things that i've done that i that if i was a dude i'd probably be shot on site but because i was a girl i wasn't i was arrested and I think there are some things that women get away with, you know, they, they're like, not always, because I mean, history, women have been hanged um, also. But I think, you know, like we can be the we can be the part when we need to be to kind of skirt the 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 lines sometimes. And so some of the very vocal women, I think, definitely got some pretty severe penalties later on, but um, they got away with quite a bit up until that point. So I just say use it to your advantage. Like, 
Yeah. I mean, when you're talking about the magazine also, I, I do think it's absolutely good to, it's absolutely fine, acceptable, and in, in, in a lot of cases, praiseworthy to put out, you know, especially, you know, put out um, public facing stuff. If you're going to be vocal and vocal publicly to put out stuff that's, um, I mean, you described it as kind of mainstream proof, but just, you know, stuff that just has a, has an air of, uh, you know, respectability and maybe not only respectability and, and maybe a broad appeal and mass appeal. There's nothing wrong with that. And, and also, um, you know, where keeping some of your cards up your sleeves is there's, there's, there's a private realm and a public realm. I don't think there's, I, I would not, I would say that it, there's plenty of good to be said about being a radical, um, that can put forth a public face isn't, that isn't, um, we, you need to go out and shoot cops or whatever. Actually, yeah. I don't yeah. like that guy. I really don't like those kind of people because it's like, well, yeah. uh, you, you know, you know, you're able to just go and out and just say that. And n n nobody's one thing. You're probably, uh, I don't know. It's, this is another whole nother rant, but you know, respectability, a very s s low threshold baseline level of respectability in public discourse, I think is pretty good because there is a, uh, Sometimes for some personalities, an underappreciated like uh, difference between the public realm and the private realm, um, and I have no problem. Um, I have no problem putting forth a certain form of my like outspoken views that's much more relatable uh, publicly and is based a lot in you know various forms of you know orthodoxy and philosophy that people can you know more people. I mean, you're speaking to an audience, so more people can relate to and there's, there's there's more of a discourse to be had and then there's 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 a private realm that's much more ac action oriented and there's nothing wrong with going through life i think uh keeping a male or female by the way <laughs> keeping a lot of your cards up your sleeves yeah i think that's something that um some people get really really quickly in life and others don't. And um, I don't know. I think if the, the quicker you can get that concept, the better off you'll be. Uh, but I don't know if it's a rite of passage. I think it definitely was for me because I think I'm the type of fucking kid that you tell me that the stove is hot and motherfucker, I'm going to touch that son of a bitch anyway. Because I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna see, is it actually hot? And I'm the most stubborn asshole that doesn't listen that you will ever learn in your entire life. I, I am the most stubborn, hard-headed person ever. So, um. I think a I good know. deal of this is, is meant to come with age. And I don't mean age, I really just mean maturity. But basically with age. Yeah. There's something about youth that's, that we know... We know that there's youth, there's hormones, there's tempers. And I think a lot of this is, is just meant to come with age. And that's why there's nothing wrong with um, a benign and, and reasoned, uh, we might call ageism, but just, you know, understanding that like, when I talk to people who are, you know, in their teens, I'm like, you're, you're not in the same mindset as someone 10 years or 20 years older than you are, obviously 10 years yeah. younger, but whatever. Um, and that that's fine. But like, also you might go through five or six more changes in your philosophy and there's nothing wrong with that but like you know it just that's just probably going to happen and i have i i'm not finished going through those with myself and i may i may never you know but um 
there's nothing wrong with understanding that that there's good that obviously can come from a certain kind of brashness and 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 um you know brashness and and whatever that comes with youth and there's something that comes with kind of uh wisdom and like forbearance that you get with age i would agree with that yeah for sure so something uh something i've heard from a number of women kind of this kind of goes into the maturity thing right is that um and i think resonance made a similar point but in certain anarchist spaces they're sort of filled with like i don't know thirsty unfuckable douchebags we'll say uh yeah. people that would that <laughs> people that don't that I don't think have the emotional and I, I'm listen, I'm not trying to like, look, I, I, okay. I am talking down on people or whatever, but or talking shit, but, and it's in some sense, I don't really like, it's not entirely their fault. This kind of goes back to the like fucking intergenerational trauma and they just haven't worked through their own shit and they don't have like the, to, in my opinion, they don't have like the emotional maturity yet to actually even ever live in an anarchist society. Right. But, um, I think that's a large reason why you don't see uh, you don't see women in these spaces because they kind of just get I don't know what the word is for not scared away but just like they don't want to deal with chased that shit chased out chased yeah, out no, there yeah, you go. For real they're Facebook, just like fuck this I'm real. out you know what I mean and uh, I definitely saw this a lot when I was like online more uh, all the fucking time so uh it, it's the type of dudes that, like, in real life, you'd be like, dude, why are you fucking acting like that? Get out of here. You know, like, I just don't, I don't understand where that comes from. I don't know if it's just, like, I don't know what it is. I don't Dudes that are just all theory and no, like, sort of, like, uh, emotional maturity. I, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what that is. But do you find, have you found uh, similar things like that? And also, then, we'll give you a quick break. Are you gone already? She's gone already. Um, Penguin, is this? Oh, make, I need uh, one too. I need one too. I, yeah. All right, let's go. Everybody take five. Cool. All right. Oh my God. Okay, sorry. I had to pee. <laughs> no, we're taking five. Everybody's doing pee break. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> well. I went, y'all, so it felt real good. Shout out to all the ladies out there. Uh, we're taking five, I know, but, like, I just want to say, like, if you're a lady, big love. If you're a mover and a shaker lady... Look me up. Let's talk. I need some more vaginas in the magazine. It's like a sausage fest right now. <laughs> I can say that. I can say that. It's a women's show. It's like all about empowerment. So if you're a lady and you're doing the things... RTA Magazine wants to hear from you. 
reach out to Jackie at rtamagazine.com. Message me. Like, I take all kinds of content. I take audio, I take video, I take demonstrations, I take recipes. I take photos of the kiddos making seed bombs because that's my jam. I take it all. Don't be shy. I know. You ladies are running the things. There's no secret. I know. Wink. Your secret's safe with me. But if you've got something to share, like if you found a really great recipe to pickle bamboo shoots or cattail shoots, let me know. Other people need to know these things. Right? That's the humanitarian thing to do. I'm not much of a nurturer, but I definitely try and nurture my community. Right? Kind of. Don't drink in podcast, kids. God, these guys pee a lot, right? Like I thought I had to pee. Holy moly. No porn in RTA. That's true. Let's keep it clean, folks. <laughs> you can send your naughty pictures to me, but they won't be published. I'll definitely critique them, though, if you'd like. What? <laughs> no. Stay on topic. Stop it. Mind out of the gutter. I'm talking with residents while these gents drain the canteen. Well, maybe women have the canteen. Men have the... I don't know. Hey, y'all. I got something cool to tell you about. So you know how uh, I'm doing a big initiative to try to get more people to Gorilla Garden? Well, uh, Daggerist over at agaristacres.com, he's kind of teaming up with me a little bit here to help support this uh, cause. So if you use the code Agora10 uh, over at agaristacres.com, you'll get 10% off. Um, for any reason, um, you're buying seeds, whether that be grill gardening or your own garden, anything like that. But if you contact Daggerist uh, or myself and you tell them that I sent you to get seeds for gorilla gardening, he might be able to swing an additional hookup. Um, it might be just whatever he's got, you know, an, a surplus of or that kind of thing, whatever he can do. Um, so he's he's down for the cause here and really wants to help uh, see this come to fruition. Um, so I am I am Sekmagora, at Sekmagora on all the, the um, social media. You can contact Dagoras directly on his website, uh, agoristakers.com again. And uh, the code is Agora10 to just get 10% uh, off straight up. And um, tell him I sent you for, for Gorilla Gardening and you'll... Uh, He'll, he'll try to hook you up however he can. And um, this is what we got to do. we got to support people that support us that want to see more of this in the world. Um, 
So, again, it's agrostakers.com. Check it out um, and get out there and and cause a, cause a ruckus and get some gorilla gardening done. All right, y'all. Peace. All right, I'm back. I'm back. Jeez, did you have to go to the gas station to pee? <laughs> <laughs> I went I went and peed outside and smoked half a cigarette. Oh, okay. <laughs> um all right, well let's uh finish a thought and uh kind of wrap this up though. Um but do you think uh, the situation I described, the way I kind of picture is, I don't know, I used to party a lot when I was a kid, right? And every now and then there's this dude at a party. He's fucking smelling like, he smells like Bud Light. He's fucking groping on every woman there, starting fights, being loud, a douchebag. Nobody wants to be around him. He just can't fucking, like, handle himself, right? And uh, he, nobody wants him there. He's just ruining the fucking good time. This, I think, is the same, like, person we see a lot in certain, like, anarchist spaces, right? And so maybe it's chasing away, like, any decent humans, you know? We used to, we used to I have a question. I have a question. I'm interrupting you now because I have Go a question. It. I'm sorry. That was rude as fuck. Um, no, you're good. <laughs> I think... That guy exists in every single group on planet Earth, on every single continent, every single country. That guy is real. And he he breeds somehow. I'm not sure how, but there are lots of him. And when he hits and groats and like like makes a nuisance of himself to to hot women at a club. They don't leave the club and stop being a hot woman. They don't immediately put on 50 pounds and put a muumuu on. Like, <laughs> that doesn't happen. Like, so I feel like the same thing is happening in real life. Like, those guys are in every circle. And do they chase us out of certain groups? Yeah, maybe. Do we stop being a fucking mover, a shaker, hot chick? like anarchist nope <laughs> we just leave that group so uh yeah yeah you you mean some dissident dissident uh ideological group has an incel problem i think that's just you know i think i yeah i think every on, on online heavy dissident ideological group has has a millions must die incel issue and it it preceded the internet of social media and it's it's an archetype that just has yeah it's it's just something that plays itself out and um i see a lot of people a lot of stuff comes up on my timeline about like for example uh from all over the place but especially uh just an example leftists always talking about this kind of issue and like they're always talking about sex pests for some reason they always use the word sex pests and and abuse and gaslighting and whatever else and trying to rid that from out of their movement and i think that's that's great they may be like people that are at least in their context in their ideological ideology but also in general sense more well-adjusted want to basically chase out less well-adjusted people at least of, of a sort just because they're chasing out good you know for example in this case uh women or females or female identifying people or whatever um 
yeah, I, mean, I think, I, again, I do think that is something that kind of transcends this exact, exact uh, milieu or this exact, you know, thing. And I don't know what happens to those men. I don't like the increasing alienation of young men in the kind of post-industrial setting that we that we have. But I also think that this is something that's kind of fairly universal. Yeah, these people are everywhere. And they don't have to be men even anymore. <laughs> I ran a couple a couple, uh, across a couple like female types and I was like, no shit. <laughs> so yeah, no, I think these people, uh, I think something happens, I think to those people, you know, like in the movie Blade, like some, some guys don't get turned into vampires, they get turned into something else. I think that happens sometimes with with people. <laughs> hey, that's not a bad metaphor, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like hormones, like either either you figure out how to ride the wave or it turns you into like a golem type thing. And unfortunately, not everybody makes it, man. <laughs> <laughs> not everybody's going to make it. <laughs> not everybody makes it, man. <laughs> Millions must die. <laughs> um, uh, anyway, so, no, um, I've never seen Blade. I'm, I'm, I'm not a, I'm not a movie guy at all. I'm so bad on movie references. You've never uh, seen Blade? Yeah. It's like worth a watch. It's not amazing, but it's a good movie. He's a tax yeah, evader. That's movie. that's something. Oh, Snipes. Watch, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Was he Snipes? Is he still in prison? I don't think I so. Don't know. I don't think so, but uh, I'm guessing he's still a tax evader to some extent. He just got smarter at it. <laughs> Hired better lawyers. Yeah. yeah, he was like, you guys suck. I'm doing it this way. Well, before we wrap up, do you have any... Uh, you are about my age. We're old heads. Uh, do you have any parting wisdom to, let's say... Young anarchists in general, but young women uh, that are kind of heading this direction. You got any words of wisdom from an old head? Oh man, no pressure. All, All right, I'm pressure. gonna All I'm gonna pressure. think like I'm gonna think in terms of what I tell my daughter, and or what I would tell someone else's daughter. I think that's how I'm going to approach this because I have a daughter and um, feeling like an empowered woman is very important. Uh, and not to, not again to say that women are superior, fuck all that, but, but women, because they're discounted so much, they forget how amazing they can be. They forget their potential and I would definitely like to speak to all of the daughters out there, all of the growing women, all of the the girls that are finding their way and that are seeing this society approved woman and seeing like maybe their mom. <laughs> and I want to tell you that there is an unspoken power to women like your mom over the society approved magazine tv show actress lady your mom is doing amazing things she is trying to inspire average people 
people that are just like you, people that are just like your neighbors. And she is doing it in such a compassionate way that she doesn't care what they came from. She doesn't care what path they're on. She just wants to help them rise. And look to that as strength, as inspiration, as you find your path. There is so much power in helping your community rise. There is so much power in creating a voice for yourself. And there is so much power in finding your own way. Maybe the destination is the same, but the path is completely unique. And be brave because there's a lot of people out there that will tell you you can't or you're just or you're not enough or where's your dad or <laughs> whatever. Like, just keep going and keep asking questions and find the other women that are doing the things. And maybe they're not as vocal anymore. They're still out there and they still would love to hear from you because they used to be you. And um, I think that's it. <laughs> so this is going to sound like a humble brag, but it's actually the source of a lot of my fucking gray hair. <laughs> so uh, I'm our personality, you, you and I, Jackie, our personalities are very similar in the sense that you were saying earlier, you're very stubborn and into fucking pendant and doesn't take shit from anybody, does things your own way and does it things usually the hard way and learns yeah. it. That's how you learn. And does a bunch of stupid shit along the way and, and whatever and put yourself yep. at risk and get yourself in dumb situations. And yep. <laughs> so I I raised two boys. They're grown they're grown men now. And my two year old daughter is more like that. <laughs> than my two grown boys she's more like me in that way than my two grown boys ever were like at two years old one of yes. the, the the common phrases she says is no me do it me do it leave me alone me do it and then like she'll struggle to do it and then just get angry and throw the thing and that's I'm like oh my god that was that's <laughs> me that's fucking totally it was me as like a young person I'm still that way. I just like I have a slightly better handle on it. You know what I mean? But I'm like, oh God, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. You know what I mean? I'm so sorry. I cursed you with that that stubborn, like won't ask for help, will fucking just struggle until you're dying before you ask for help kind of a situation. And uh in, in like in some sense, like um yep. uh that can be like that's a really good attribute, but sometimes it can be like self harming as well you know so it's like kind of a double-edged sword you gotta learn how to ride the bronco early yeah. as fuck otherwise you're gonna be shitting in a bag the rest of your life <laughs> yes so I, in some sense i'm really proud of her because that's good she's gonna turn out to be a really fucking strong woman you know but yep. uh the other sense i'm like oh god oh god like oh fuck don't <laughs> stop let me let me help you, please. Let me help you. You're gonna hurt, hurt. Like just gray hair all in my beard and in my head, heart attack. I'm gonna be like, I'm gonna die at 45. Like just from 
jumping off the fucking couch, you know, like into the dresser and whatever else. No, I can do it. <laughs> I talk to your lady pretty often and I hear her in the background and I'm like, oh, fucking a man i am super glad i did my time she's like my little like she's like the spitting image of me it's in fucking sane how crazy that is because that means at some level that's like fucking genetic which is super weird to me i didn't put much stock into that beforehand your adorableness Uh, no it's it's very prevalent in your kid for sure uh uh-huh (laughs) <laughs> but my other two boys, they uh, not so. I mean, they're they're strong, independent, but they're just not like as fucking stubborn as I was. You know what I mean? And like, I don't yeah. know, they can handle themselves, but they're not that same like rage slash stubborn slash pig headed f- that I like. I, I don't know. No, so girls that, are on another level, and and oh, I can I I they are fucking for sure. Developmentally, they go through like six rings of hell to become a woman like it's wild like the period is only level one they go through (laughs) five more levels after that man and like girls are fucking intense so that's part of when i was growing up i would get so upset you know like do you have any idea what i have to fucking go through to be a woman like and and i'm still in the background that's part of my resentment was because like women fucking go through it okay and uh women are hardcore like women in school just think of public school who was more vicious the boys or the girls girls? the fucking girls every single time the girls were the the dudes were more physical the girls were way more vicious like Ooh, they were vicious. Cutthroat Ooh, shit. Yeah. 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 Like poison the fucking drinking water. Like yep. just unheard yeah. of shit. Just fucking yeah. give you diarrhea by poisoning <laughs> your fucking lunch thing. Shit. So you shit your pants. Way worse than getting your ass kicked. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, 100%. 100%. Right. Women are not. Women are like warfare on another fucking level. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Like, like if you do a woman wrong, she has already calculated like 15 ways to kill you in the next like three days. <laughs> And like, like women are like some shit. They are ninjas, man. I'm telling you, like your lady could just smother you in your sleep and you just wouldn't be any none the wiser. And like women hold all of the cards. They hold a lot of the cards. But yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah I uh, I feel sorry for anybody that crosses my girls because. Uh, yeah, when your youngest when one older, especially. Fuck, they, dude. Uh, they're fucking <laughs> brutal. Your they younger are... one will use them as fertilizer, a hundred percent. She knows. She probably already knows how to dispose of a body. You know what I'm saying? Like fucking does. It's like mom taught me how. <laughs> that, yeah, that those chemicals mom makes. Yeah, those will work. Let's try those. All right. Anyway, yeah. let's wrap this up. I'm fucking tired and old. Um, <laughs> I've had a long week, man. Leave me alone. Um, any uh, final other final thoughts, Jackie, or stuff to plug? You rebooted the podcast again. It's been the last the one episode I heard was fucking awesome. So yeah, I had a really that? I had a rad guest, uh, uh, Rex from We Church. It was it was a good time. Yeah, I revamped it all by myself, um, which was going back to that being autonomous business. 
<laughs> you know, like when you just have to kind of get back on it. Uh, and I got back on it. So, um, but yeah, please check us out. RTAMagazine.com. Um, RTAMagazine.com. You can find RTA Radio on your favorite podcatcher. Um, you can also listen to us on the website as well as the monthly magazine. We come out every single month with a mostly unique theme, but absolutely unique articles um, from really amazing people. Um, some published authors, some that absolutely should be, but aren't. Uh, and some that are doing amazing things that just kind of drop by from time to time. Um, we've got a lot of content over three years worth of magazines that come out every month. So I think we're on 41 issues coming up on. Um, so really check us out. Um, if you've got something that you think other people should benefit from knowing, please let me know at Jackie at RTAMagazine.com. Nice. And our buddy Kumo's writing for you guys now, which is fucking sweet. He is such a sweetheart. Holy moly. He's been oh, fantastic. Nice oh, yeah. my goodness. Yes. He has been just an outstanding contributor. Um, he joins the ranks of Josiah Warren um, and... Um, Pat Henry, to name just a couple. Um, and he has been fantastic to work with. Um, his articles have been really, really inspiring. And I love kind of the angle that he takes. So um, it definitely is a breath of fresh air, and I dig it. Yeah, he's a good writer, and he's got a different uh, different perspective, a different style of writing, or a different way of going like uh, about it, like different sort of subject matter a little bit. A hundred percent. He has a it. very artist kind of take on things and a very yeah, out real. of the box kind of very hedonistic um, innocence to his writing, which is really fantastic. Yeah, it's dope. All right. Well, thanks for coming on again, dude. And um, every, um, it's always a blast. Everybody be excellent to each other. Um, Penguin, you got anything else, man? Hit us up on Twitter. Uh, go on Twitter and find our telegrams. Join our podcast telegram channels. And, uh, oh, oh yeah, our, our definitely check out and like our uh, tweets at Agora underscore pod. Um, if, you like, if you're a Twitter head, you can totally do that and get our feeds, latest episodes. And if you really want the up-to-date stuff, um, join our uh, telegram channels where we drop our latest episodes, show announcements. You can discuss stuff with the fans. I think, but you could definitely do that if you're a patrons, have access to our patrons only content, Q and A's and um, much appreciate your uh, contributions and you get uh, ad, ad for yeah, ad free episodes before the public releases gets anything. So please do some of those things or all of them. We would appreciate any contributions, word of mouth, uh, pimp our podcast, retweet, do what you can. Yeah, you're way better at remembering to to bump that shit than I am. Um, all right, everybody, peace. It was uh, Jackie again. Thanks for coming on. Your perspective is always valuable, and uh, everybody be good. Cheers, guys. Thank you so much for having me. Have a great day, guys. All right, peace. Ciao.
I want.